0: And it is time for another off the record episode. I am every every time I record one of these episodes, I get super excited because it means that something super fun is happening, right? These off the record episodes are where I share a little bit of what's happening behind the scene in Kyrie Varland, and uh, right now we are getting. I'm like literally six weeks away from uprooting my whole family and moving us. To Portugal, which is super, super fun. And for those of you who missed this, um, last year, I remember having this conversation with my husband where I was like, "Uh, babe, this is the last winter I am spending in Canada. I am done. I am not doing this again. It's been 22 years. We're done. (laughs) We need to move. And so that's how this happened. And the fun thing is that we've been talking about being geographically independent and being mobile and being able to be on two to three continents every single year since we were 18 or 19, since we started dating. And... From the very beginning, we knew that we had to set our careers up in a way to make that happen. And also we knew that we wanted our kids to be able to travel. And so the whole schooling thing was going to be a big deal. Right. So we didn't know how to solve that one yet, but we knew we could start somewhere with the career. So the really cool thing is that for me, I was able to really start thinking about that coming out of university and from my very first job to start looking at how I could make it mobile. So the job that really allowed me to be remote took me two years to land and that was by design, that was on purpose, right? Uh, but still it was not remote enough to allow me to be across the world and still be doing my job because I had to go see, you know, c- clients and uh, lead teams and so on and I had to be on the ground. But now that is not an issue anymore. I learned over the course of, you know, planning this big transition and dreaming about it with my husband and now having made it a reality, I learned so many things and that's why I wanted to record this episode today to share with you five lessons that I learned in the process of just creating this experience for us, like making this possible. The first thing that I learned is that there is never a perfect time to do any of this. There is no perfect time. Um, When we knew that we wanted to move, COVID happened, then other things happened, right? And even when we decided last year, it was the worst moment, but it didn't matter. We have been talking about it long enough, like literally for years. We actually didn't think we were going to move to Portugal. We thought we would move to Cape Verde, which is where my husband comes from. And, um, but, you know, that's going to be another lesson that I share. Sometimes you just don't know. You just have to get moving and the destination appears. But in this case, we we didn't have the perfect timing, but it didn't matter anymore. It was either we do it or we're going to wake up 10, 15, 20, 40 years from now, still waiting for the perfect time. So in our case, we were like, okay, it's going to be tough, but let's just decide that this is happening. Let's decide and agree that we're doing Portugal and let's decide on a timeline and we're just going to go for it. Like whatever happens, happens. And that's literally what how we went after it because we had been talking about it long enough. So for you, if there is something that you know you want but you find that you've been talking about it for a while, or you and your spouse have been dreaming about it and thinking about it, but you keep thinking that it's something for the future, I want to inspire you to just take the time and reflect and ask yourself, do you really want to wait or do you feel like you have to wait? because you never have to do anything. Even the feeling like you have to is a decision of yours, right? So for us, it wasn't a decision we were willing to make anymore, decision to wait. So we just decided to jump and to make it happen. So it took a year and what, four or five months uh, for us to, to get ready. And here we are, we're packing our suitcases in six weeks and moving to the other side of the Atlantic where I was before moving to Canada and I cannot wait, okay? So if you have something that you really want to do, you just literally need to decide and the doors were open for you. And honest to God, I was talking to uh, to someone else today and she was mentioning how, oh my God, we wanna do something similar but the kids and so on. And my husband's, uh, my husband's job, you have to find an opportunity. I was like, hey, you know what? when we decided we had no clue how we were going to make it work with my husband's career because during COVID uh, as a musical director and so on, because everything was shut down, he actually started his production company. And so he was, he's still in the midst of building that and it's going really well. And the idea of uprooting everything at this moment to start over, nah, maybe not the best thing we want to do. Right. But we still made the decision of, It's not, it's never going to be the perfect timing. We just have to make do with whatever we have and make it work. And so what we decided was that for the first couple of years, he's just going to have to go back and forth and we're 100% okay with that. And because I managed to build my career to where it's very mobile and because we actually took the kids out of the regular schooling system and are homeschooling them now since September, We can actually go with him, right? But those are things that we never really thought about that way before. We had to first make the decision that we were going to make it work, and then the solutions appeared, okay? So there is never a perfect timing to do any of this. You need to decide, and the doors will open, and your mind is going to start functioning completely differently, and you're going to find the solutions you're looking for. So that was lesson number one. Lesson number two, it's about the who, not the how in terms of how you're managing all of this. So in in our case, there's so many things that I didn't know. Hey, I've never been to Portugal. <laughs> I am moving to a whole new country that I have never set foot in, but it just felt really, really good. I've always been very intuitive. I w- I've, I always, you know, whatever feels really right, I don't question it. I go for it, and I have never, ever regretted it in my whole life. So in this case, I was like, okay, we know we're going there. I do not speak the language. I have to go- use Google Translate for everything. I have no idea how things work over there. It's so different from anything I know. I used to live in France, France, Portugal, very different, right? And so it had to be about getting surrounded with people who were either in the process, who had done it before. And... As introverted as I am, I was like, "Yeah, we're gonna bump that, and I'm gonna talk to people as many people as I can." And so that's what I started doing last year. And thank God I did. There are so many things that would have been an issue. There are so many things I would have missed if I had not gotten into conversations with a lot of expats who moved there, or people who were in immigration in the immigration services, or um, real estate—you know, experts in their own right and actually having conversations with them to know what I didn't know, okay? So it wasn't just about pulling uh, checklists from the internet and going step by step, but no, it was understanding the different nuances, understanding what I could do and could not do, and realizing that, oh my God, I was going to go this specific route of getting a D7 visa, uh, which is for people who have a passive income or who make their money abroad, which is also my situation, And I was going to go that route until one day I spoke to someone and I was like, oh my God, duh, my husband's French. (laughs) I do not need a visa. Like we don't need to do it the same exact way, right? Same thing for taxes, same thing for so many things that I would not have thought of had I not spoken to somebody who had done it before or who was in the process or who was having those types of conversation and doing their own research. I, even for our accommodations and the the long-term place that we found, I, because I could not be there, but there is this amazing lady that I developed a really fun conversation with uh, over the past few months. And she's the one who referred us to our international um, tax expert, which, who is amazing. And she even offered to go and visit our place and give us feedback and, you know, Tell us, share with us the things that a video or pictures could not give us. And that was so valuable, right? Like she gave us things that we would have never been able to experience just from, um, you know, using Zoom and talking to real estate agents and so on. And that's extremely valuable. And again, it's not just the how, but it's the who uh, you're connecting with on your quest and on your journey. So that was my lesson number two. Lesson number three was to, and still is honestly, to let go of all of your expectations and be open to change. This whole thing is so different a year and four months in from what I had envisioned, what my husband had, in, had envisioned. But because we're going at it with such a, a, an attitude of wanting to explore and wanting to have fun and taking whatever grace is coming our way, it it didn't matter when things had to shift and we had to pivot. Right. Um, our timeline is completely different. When I started this whole thing, I thought we would be in Portugal three months later. Like, literally, I was telling my husband, "Yeah, we're in February. I want to be there by June." Like, that was the plan. Of course, it didn't happen. <laughs> we're here in April, uh, the, the 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 a year later. But the timeline that we have now—I mean, we could not have done it differently. And I'm so glad we did it this way. But I had to let go multiple times of even what the timeline would look like. Because things were shifting, because my husband' dates, my husband's dates were changing, and things at work for me as well, right? And we had to be okay with moving that way. Plus, when we decided this, we were still uh, under lockdown in COVID, so we had no idea what the future was going to the future was going to hold. To be honest with you, so timeline changed. The location changed. We thought we would be in Lisbon or a little bit more south. Turns out we decided after, you know, research and all the things that we've been able to do to just go and live on the Silver Coast. And we're super excited about that. But again, not not at all what we were expecting. We thought we were going to live in a specific type of housing. We're going completely different and we couldn't be more excited. Same thing with the kids schooling. When we started our research last year, I thought my well, husband and I thought we would just send them to a, a Portuguese private school. That's what we wanted to do. We wanted them to be able to really get the language and make tons of friends, etc. But then as the months went by and we really focused on what it what, what was what the main reasons were that we were moving, we wanted to be mobile if we put them in private school, we're stuck the same we were stuck here, right? So we had to recalibrate and just jump into homeschooling in September after two weeks of deliberation and just go for it. But for us, it was the best decision and it just gives us so much flexibility now. And that's amazing, right? But- Again, we had to let go of expectations. When you're doing something that's completely new, when you're doing something you've never done before, you cannot go at it with the preconceived notions that you've been carrying all along. If you had the right notions in mind, you would already have what you want to have. The reason you don't have it yet is because the way the brain's currently functioning and judging and making decisions is not necessarily aligned. So you need to let go of all of that. Okay. So that's what we had to do. And thank God. And even my husband, who is usually the planner, like he does not like things to not go according to plan. But in this case, I have discovered a very different side of him, which is extremely fun. And he, like, we have grown in our own right, like throughout the whole process, but just to be able to see him just be like, Oh, 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 okay. We're not doing that anymore. We're doing this. Okay. Let's go. Right. It's, it's the most beautiful transformation. Let's just put it that way. It's super fun. All right. So that was lesson number three, letting go of expectations and be open to whatever change comes your way and be open to accepting it with grace, with a fun attitude and let's go. Number four is who the money and the papers you need to go. If you're going to do, I don't know what big project you're working on, but if it's anything like us, you need to take care of the you know, the less fun stuff, the money piece, the papers and government insurance, all of those things that are beyond, you know, the fun travel aspect are so important. So I'll share with you. One of the key reasons we're moving to Portugal is of course, very financial. Like My whole vibe, especially since COVID, my whole vibe is about how do we create overflow in our finances? How do we create a state of more than enough, where you have more than enough money to do what you need to do? state of overflow, where we can have more than enough, where we can invest our money and save our money and do the things that we want to do with our income and having a state, being in the, just in that state of more than enough. All right. So that is our whole vibe. And so for us, it was very important to, if we we're going to move, to move to a, pl- a place that allows us to create even more space between our expenses and our revenue, our income, right? Creating e- an even wider space so that we can invest more and save more and have more fun and travel and all of that. And so, when I started to look into that, I had to dive into international tax law. I had to dive into those other things that I did not understand and get the experts so that we could win with our money. And if you don't do that, and I've seen a lot of people make that mistake where they just go after the fun and the glittery part of doing you know, their international move and then travel and stuff, but they don't really look at the financial piece only looking at the initial you know what i mean like the initial um expenses and so on but nothing beyond that i'm like no we're trying to create overflow it has to look like you know it has to be beyond the initial couple of years and so for us it was looking at what the next 10 15 years could look like and making decisions from that uh, from that perspective and so I was able to, uh, we were able to hire international tax experts in Portugal and Canada, having them meet together and just really understand how we need to navigate this. But it gave us a clear plan, which made it very easy for us to dive into this with pure confidence. All right. So if you're going to do anything like what we're doing, definitely, definitely, definitely Check the money side of things and the papers, anything government related, so that you're in the clear. All right. And then the final thing is don't do what I did. Don't procrastinate. <laughs> so, when I think about, to be honest with you, when I think about how easy, how much easier this whole thing would be if I had taken care of actually requesting my French citizenship um, since my husband's, uh, husband and I have been married, which is like almost 15 years. How long have we been married? Yeah, almost 15 years. And I never did it, right? Because I was like, eh, I don't need that. I have a Canadian passport. I can go anywhere. <laughs> well, I can go to Portugal, but it would just be so much easier if I had the French citizenship. Uh, I would just literally, like if you're a French citizen or anyone from the European Union, you'd literally just have to land in your Euro- in Portugal and be like, hey, I'm here and I'm staying. Like that's literally what our process is going to look like. But it's just for me and as a non-French citizen, I have to then wait, you know, a period of it might take a few months or whatever to be granted the permanent residency as well. So it's just it just makes it a little bit longer. Had I not procrastinated, that would not be an issue. All right. So, you know, don't do what I did. Do, as I say, which is to say, do not procrastinate. If you have something like that, you know, you need to do when it comes to your papers, just go and do it so that the day you need it, you have it. All right. So this was my off the record episode for today. I wanted to give you a quick update. Fun stuff happening over here. I will probably do another off the record episode before we move. And then once we get there um, so that you can uh, you can have, you know, a, a, a clear behind the scene of what's going on. All right. Let me know how, if this was helpful, let me know if you're working on any big project like this, even if you haven't t- told your mama, tell me, all right? I won't tell anyone. Um, tell me about those projects and I can share some insight with you. Love you so much. And I will talk to you very soon.